Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us here in March. So I guess we got triple M's going on. It's Mondays with Matt in March, and we're going to talk about uh, murky issues. I guess now we got four M's going on, Matt. We got a lot of stuff happening here. Murky issues that make <laughs> retirement planning harder is going to be our topic of conversation this go around here on the podcast. And as always, if you've got some questions, reach out to Matt Starkey. You can find him at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can also find the podcast page there as well, where you can subscribe to the show. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, Mark, another M. <laughs> we oh, got my gosh. Yeah, we Mark are loaded Matt. up. We got March Madness Yeah, <laughs> and murky financial issues. There we go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Good. I, yeah. I usually am doing not too bad. So, uh, <laughs> I yeah, like that. But, I usually uh, am doing sun, not too bad. I like that. Not too bad. I'm I'm kind of an optimist, but it's okay to not be doing well sometimes. You know, there's, there's those life days. Happens, yeah. Life happens for sure. But um, no, we're we're kind of going towards the middle of the month here, and weather is warming up a little bit, and sun shining a little bit more. So, yep. I in fact, I just um, before we before our recording here, I just got my running shoes on and went for a short run. So, I'm trying to get those miles in while the weather's nice. Nice. Yeah, we're taping this about a week before St. Patty's Day. So we'll be doing our two shows uh, this month, one before and one after St. Patty's Day. So are you a green beer kind of person? Do you partake in that thing? <laughs> well, um, I would say more of a shamrock shake kind of guy. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, uh, no. I uh, We've had a lot of past my buddies and stuff from from the hockey group like to uh you know go and and enjoy the green beers but yeah um, um yeah my son has recently taken to the uh shamrock shake uh, he's of course he's he's gauging his uh intake because one a day seems to help him put on a little bit more uh weight than he wanted to so i think he kind of <laughs> got back on that well he needs to go running with you then if you're going to have he some of those big milkshakes that's right, that's right. Uh, you tell him that cuz it's not coming from dad there you it's not go. working no, that's true <laughs> he's just that's not true. hearing me well let's uh, let's talk about this article i want to break this down a little bit matt so we'll get into this i've got a usa today article that's pointing out three murky issues that increased retirement planning's degree of difficulty and we'll put a show uh, link to the article as well in the notes if people want to check that out but we'll if you don't want to check it out we're just to kind of do an overview of that on this conversation on this uh, episode we'll break down the article and you know see if it's worthwhile advice or not so let's get into these murky issues a couple of key takeaways to kick this off uh, it was written sure. by a lady from uh, motley fool if you follow that site at all christy bieber from motley fool hope i said that right christy has three murky issues off a recent report from the insured retirement institute the iri it surveyed adults about their readiness for their later years in life and it found that millions of americans are lacking some basic knowledge to achieve a successful retirement. Matt, you do this every day, so I'm sure you will agree or disagree with some of this stuff. So let's do uh, the first one. Takeaway number one, getting murky. Americans are confused about how much income growth is needed to offset inflation. Now, we probably should say regular inflation was what this was based on and not the current stuff we're dealing with. Yes, uh, the current stuff we're dealing with has has changed the game again. So if you weren't confused about it, well, certainly you, you will be this year. Yeah. Um, Often it's the case um, when I'm talking with individuals uh, and we talk about preparing, keeping our investments at a level of growth, 
that will outpace inflation. What is inflation? You know, a lot of folks kind of have a hard time putting a handle on um, really what it is. It's kind of one of those intangible ideas, but it but it definitely hits your pocketbook. Uh, so this article is referencing the fact that people don't uh, correctly identify how much growth has to happen in order to outpace inflation. So inflation is those rising prices, uh, the cost of goods and services going up, even though we have, let's say, $10,000 sitting aside in the bank. If I don't grow that money over a 10-year time period, and inflation kind of happens around 3%, uh, what happens is the prices of the cost of living continues to increase. My $10,000 doesn't go anywhere. It's still $10,000, but the purchasing power or what that could buy actually is eroding slowly. So inflation just means that it's eroding the purchasing power of your money. So my $10,000 today might buy six to $7,000 in 10 years from now right. um, worth of goods and services. It's just because prices go slowly yeah. climb up. Yeah. I mean, your $10,000, uh, let's say in income is what you need. Well, in 15 or 18 or 20 years, that's going to be $20,000 a month. So are you you know, planning for, and where's that coming from? Correct. And so um, the accuracy of, of planning is really, really important because um, when we factor in these things, you you really have to factor in inflation. And even over you know over a one or two year time period, it may not seem like the biggest difference. But when it compounds over time, you know, and you you are talking ten years, that can substantially add up. And and when it goes twenty years, for sure. Yeah. So any kind of plan that you have, it needs to address the fact that prices rise over time. And thus, thus, our investments must outpace that if we want to just maintain our purchasing power. So if inflation staggers along at, over the last years, it was between 2 and 3% over the last 10 years. But um, you know the recent take on last year is a 7% jump. I mean, and if you take you know any anywhere USA, like the Dollar Tree just went from a dollar for every item in the store to a dollar 25, that's a 25% increase in prices. Sure. Which is I mean, huge. it sounds small at first to go, well, it's just a dollar and a quarter. But yeah, it's if you're really breaking it down and you maximize or multiply that across the rest of your life, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. And of course, we're seeing um, the, the Russia Ukraine situation and um, our dependence on foreign oil. Prices are skyrocketing, and people are definitely feeling right. it every week at the at the pump. Oh yeah, so. and that's the you know that's the argument. There's a different argument for that. You know, you know why are we being dependent on other countries when we kind of don't have to be? You know, the, all that's in the news, so all that's got things high, you know heated and people being yeah, it's just all over the place, and it's just not getting any better right now. So I was just ta- I filled my truck up yesterday, Matt. It cost me a hundred bucks. First time I've hit triple digits, having to put you know gas and to fill up my now. Granted, I was bone dry. And I had to fill it all the way up, but it still cost me a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, you, you feel that, um, you certainly, the costs of oil going up also increase the cost to transport yep. goods and services to your local communities. So the prices on produce is rising, the prices on lumber and all of these different things are continuing to rise. It's funny. Um, so some people don't really understand economics all that well, and, um, they don't get the fact, like I just read, read a quote, well, for Americans to save money in this oil crisis, we need to buy more electric vehicles. Right. You're still <laughs> well, paying for electricity. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> where do you think the electricity is? How, how is it generated? You know, it's yeah. generated from power plants and and it takes oil. I mean, there's no no doubt about it. So 
you gotta you gotta take a, a look. And that's just one segment of the economy. So when we talk about inflation, and uh, we'll kind of wrap that topic, but um, I, everybody kind of has what I call your personal inflation rate. I think we might have talked about that once before, but you use goods and services that I might not use or might not use to the same level. So um, each of us can kind of have, depending on what our, our needs are month by month and year by year, you know, you're going to have your own kind of personal inflation rate allocated towards the, those kind of things that you use a lot. So some of us might see prices jump a little bit more with our right. goods and yep. services than others. So. Yeah, different things are going to affect it different ways. As a matter of fact, the IRI, uh, again, the Institute or Insured Retirement Institute, uh, said that 26% of workers could, only 26% of workers could correctly identify the level of income growth they would need to offset regular inflation over time. Let's go to number two here, Matt, so we can keep this moving along a little bit. But uh, murky, murky takeaway number two, most folks also don't know how much Social Security will accurately provide and there's confusion around that this is really important uh also it's it's one of those murky topics social security can kind of be out there because as you're working you know over your lifetime you're taking an average of taxable wages to develop a benefit for yourself the statistic in by the iri shows that 42 percent of americans you know less than half of them can correctly identify wow the yeah. average benefit so uh, a big of chunk of the Americans that are trying to estimate it, usually they'll overestimate. So what we have to do is we have to back up. And and if you don't know what your social security benefit is going to be and when you, when you plan to take it, it's really a good idea to go visit the government's website, um, ssa.gov. And you can put in your social security number and get your current benefits. Uh, you can get that estimate that they used to send you in the mail. But most folks, again, don't know how much Social Security is going to provide. So unless you actually go and visit the website, you can see what your wages or your estimated benefits are going to be. If you're married, you have a spouse also that would have an estimated benefit. Yep. But this plays a big, a big factor in retirement planning because a majority of Americans use this as one of their primary sources. Yeah, of up to 40% income. I hear for most people, Matt. Is that is that, would you agree with that? I've heard a lot of advisors talk about it can be up to about 40% of your retirement income. Yes. You know, if you've worked and had taxes taken out all these years, you know, provided that that benefit sticks around, uh, why not take advantage of it? Yep. I mean, that's, that's a... Max, that's and maximize it too. That's the point. Maximize it. Yes. So we can do an analysis to help you plan on how to take, what age to take social security, and then also how to um, buffer that benefit or get the most out of that. So if you're single, um, it's kind of straightforward, but we also, we also have to take into account, uh, are we going to work after we retire? Some people retire and then they end up getting a job because they're bored. And so that can also impact your social security and how much you can make. Mm -hmm. So you have to, it, it is really one of those foggy, murky areas that causes <laughs> a lot of misconceptions in retirement planning. But yeah, if you definitely. sit down with us, we will generate the numbers. We'll help you to identify what your benefits are going to be. And then we can help you develop a strategy to retire successfully. And um, you know what Social Security doesn't provide, you can certainly provide with your investment plan. Yeah. And that's the whole point of a strategy. So you can get that Social Security maximization done, as Matt just mentioned. Reach out to him at 989-401-2949. 
or stop by the website, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Uh, murky takeaway number three, Matt, withdrawal rates wind up being a mystery to many. So you just mentioned whatever Social Security doesn't provide. I guess the question becomes for a lot of people is which horse do you ride first? Do you ride the horse of your investments, your the things that you've built up, or do you ride the Social Security horse first, right? And so then you start talking about withdrawal rates. How much do we need to pull from what accounts and when to fund our lifestyle? Absolutely true. One of the things that we talk about with withdrawal rates, that that's one of those foggy areas. What do you mean withdrawal rates? And I've been used to growing my money for so many years. How do I right. start withdrawing money out of it? Well, there's a lot of, lot of factors that we take into account here. Um, again, it starts with a good plan like we had just talked about. But once we have a number on your social security, we, we have you find out what your monthly income is going to be. Uh, if you have a pension or any other sources of income, in addition to social security, then we're going to um, take into account um, what your monthly expenses are. And we can just kind of go from what is it today? And then we can inflate that a little bit into the future. And then we're going to figure out how much are we going to take off investments to make up any difference. So if you uh, have a more robust lifestyle and, and social security wouldn't provide all the income you need, and you don't have all of your sources met from any other sources of income there, could be real estate, could be pension, could be uh, part-time work. Then what we often do is we'll have to calculate the withdrawal rate from your investments. So if you got a million dollars and we we talked about this before, just the 4% of a million would be $40,000 per year. Um, and if you, if you needed a supplement, we take the dollar value of your investments. We want to project the growth rate on that, those investments. And then we also want to plan for withdrawals. So you may not need anything, but to answer your question, Mark, a lot of it re- depends on when you want to retire. Yep. Um, so a lot of us are finding lifestyle is a, a bit more important. We want to retire even before our social security begins. And so then you're going to be financing a lot more from your investment plan before social security kicks in and supplements that retirement for you. So Yeah, no, um, I, I think that's a great point, Matt, because I'm glad you brought up that 4% thing because that's what people, they've heard that and they tend to think, well, that's just what I'll do for the withdrawal rate, but that may not be accurate. And this market right now, they're starting to, you know, we've, we've actually hit a correction, I guess, technically we're in correction territory. Uh, uh-huh. You know, if you're taking 4% out of that million dollars that you referenced, and if it's in something like your traditional IRA or a 401k, you don't even have the whole million dollars. So if you're taking, if you're calling $40,000 off that, don't forget you got to give Uncle Sam his cut. So you probably have more like 700000 plus the market's slipping a little bit. So that number's, you know, that long-term number's going down. So there's a lot of things to factor in when you're looking at withdrawal rates. There are a lot of things. And it goes beyond even that because we, we can do um, out there, you know, one of the common tools is called a Monte Carlo analysis. But it factors in the the rate that your portfolio could it go through thousand scenarios right. and it calculates what happens if the market drops 10% and you're taking out 6% or what happens if the market is you know up 13% and you you need 6 there's a thousand different scenarios and it's lots of different a lot of different even everybody listening has a different situation so the key is if you want to provide safety upon withdrawal and address the the volatility factor um, that's one of the things I do when I do kind of a mini plan for you is we we are factoring in those things, and then we'll we'll separate your assets into separate uh, chunks of money. Now, the first chunk being absolutely safe and secure. So if you are taking money off your investments, we know that um, you're going to get that money out of this safe and secure pot first, and that might 
maybe we set aside dollars for three to five years of your of your retirement so we can safely plan that no matter if the market is up or down, we're going to have our steady, consistent income and we're not going to run out. Then our second portion of that money goes into more of a guaranteed, but also another safe pot. And then finally, the third the third chunk of that money, we, we typically leave that invested for down the road. And we have enough time that if even if the market does slip in the first couple of years of retirement, we're not needing to worry because historically what has, what has happened with changes in prices and you know targeting the growth rate to keep your portfolio growing and keeping pace with inflation and things like that that you're you can have confidence knowing that hey we've got our we've got our retirement planned here and it doesn't have to be murky we can plan that withdrawal rate we can plan the growth rate on your portfolio and keep you into a nice comfortable confident plan. There you go. So let's not be in those murky waters because Lord knows the, the world is murky enough right now. we got a lot of things going on and you can certainly, again, you can follow along. You can read some of the stuff from the article. We'll post that in there and the show links as well. But if you've got questions, as always, definitely reach out and talk with a qualified professional before you take any action. Matt is a an investment advisor representative and the president and owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Find him online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's Great Lakes Retirement Solutions com and click on the podcast page if you'd like to as well. And you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you like to use. Matt, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great week and I'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Mark. Um, thanks everyone for listening and uh, don't get stuck in the murky waters in March on Monday with Matt. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> give us a call, get a plan in place and uh, let's look for higher ground, not the murky waters and let's uh, be confident with your financial future. There you go. And make sure if you have some shamrock shakes, you work them off. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.